Hello and welcome back to Tea Fairy Storytime uh, podcast. I am so glad that you're joining us. Today's story, we are reading from Sophie the Robot with a Soul, which was written by Romanian author Irina Dumitru. And we are up to chapter six, which is Sophie's Learning New Things. Let me give you a little information about this author. Uh, Irina is a teacher in Romania and her son, Mihaila, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, I still don't know, Mihaia, M-I-H-A-I, Mihai is the illustrator of this lovely book, he did all of the internal illustrations, um, there's not very many of them because it's not really a picture book, it's a chapter book, and it's for young adults and smaller children, um, but not like toddlers or... Yeah. Anyway, um, you can find copies of this book on Amazon, so you can buy the book and read it along with the podcast. And if you contact Irina, I know that she's had some lesson plans that she's taught in her classroom to go along with the book. So that's something that maybe you can talk to her about and do classroom projects with this book. All right, we're going to move right into Chapter 6, Sophie's Learning New Things. Sophie looked at Grandpa Good inside the farmhouse, but he wasn't there. Oh, she was looking for him, sorry. He was at the end of the garden, sitting on a stump and working on something. What are you doing? Oh, Sophie, you nearly scared me to death. I'm carving. Sorry, I didn't mean to, said Sophie, a little embarrassed. She thought of the meaning of the word carving and concluded that she would like to do that too. Just kidding. I knew you were coming. I heard your footsteps, he said, and started laughing while Sophie was trying to catch up with the joke. What are you carving? Some chairs. I'll sell them at fairs around the country like when we met. I'm raising money for Natalie's surgery. She needs it so that she can walk. Then I want to help too. Can you teach me how to carve? Grandpa showed her what type of wood was best for carving and how to hold it correctly so that she wouldn't hurt herself slowly and gradually building up to the steps that would allow her to make her first small chair. You can sculpt something else if you like, a medallion, a tray, or an ornament, or whatever you like. I'll try to make a pendant for Natalie. Sophie picked up the small tool and began to sculpt the wood piece, the soft piece of wood. She was working so skillfully that even the great sculptor would have envied her. It didn't take too long before a work of art was produced by her small hands. Well done, Sophie. That's a pretty butterfly. I never thought anyone could make something so beautiful. Thank you. I think it's nice too. Nice? Why, it's fantastic. You're really great at, all, great at it, although I taught you how to make chairs, not butterflies. Can I try something else? Of course, as long as you're keeping me company. Feel free to carve whatever you like. Sophie took another piece of wood and got to work. She carved into the wood just as she had been shown. She worked with speed and skill, with a deftness and lightness of touch no one would expect from a robot. When finished, she held a sparrow-shaped medallion. It was small and delicate with its wings outspread. Then she began to make a tree-shaped ornament, and then the cutest little chair in the world. There were little elephants carved on it. She was great at it, and most importantly, she loved what she was doing. If you sell these at the fair, you'll earn a lot of money, said Grandpa Good. Oh, that would be great. Then Natalie can have her surgery and will be able to walk. 
We couldn't take your money. You worked hard to earn it. I'm doing this for Natalie, said Sophie. Plus, I have no use for money. What can I do with it? I don't eat, and there's nothing I need to buy for myself. I'm a robot, and robots don't need things. If I do earn some money, it will be for Natalie's operation. We thank you for your kindness from the bottom of our hearts, but this amount won't be enough. Even if we work together for a year, we still won't be able to raise enough money. Then I'll help you even more every day after I finish my homework. The children went to school the second day, accompanied by Mrs. Sarah. They had the feeling that they were being followed all the way. That feeling didn't leave them all day as they went from class to class. At one point, a strange shadow passed near the window and they heard footsteps outside. Sophie was still developing her instincts, but the coincidence of the strange sounds, the shadow, and the fact that she was in danger was too much to ignore. The next day in English class, Miss Epic asked Thomas to read his essay about man's relationship with animals. This holiday, I milked the cows at Grandpa's, Grandma's farm. Cows have huge udders and that you pull and milk comes out of them. The whole class roared with laughter. Thomas's face flushed, staring with the tip of his nose until he felt his cheeks burning with shame. He was as red as fire and his freckles could barely be seen anymore. Quiet down, children. Come, carry on, Mr. Bean. Then I cleared the manure with a shovel. Again, hysterical laughter. Silence, do not go on. Do go on, Thomas. We have a wonderful, wonderful relationship with our pig. We feed it, and when it gets fat enough, we will eat it. Everyone's happy. It was too much. Everyone was laughing, and Miss Ebbick's voice could barely be heard. Silence, that's enough, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, let's just say it was an interesting essay. Thomas was relieved that he had ex escaped more humiliation and sat down. The color of his face turned from dull to bright red, as if it were an erupting volcano. In P.E. class, Professor Muscle lined up everyone on the school field to race. They all started running at the sound of his whistle. Sophie tried to maintain a consistent speed so that she wouldn't get too ahead of the other children. If she'd run at her maximum speed, she would have reached Washington, D.C. by now. She didn't want to be different or take the other children or make the other children suspect she was anything other than a normal little girl. She was in front of everyone in line with, robot, with Robert. Because of you, I had to stay after school yesterday. You're going to pay for this, he said, pushing Sophie out the window. Out of the way. Sorry, not out the window. Out of the way. The robot managed to maintain her balance and not fall, but she lost precious time. Then she increased her speed a little and outspaced Robert, reaching the fi finish line first. She had beaten every boy in the school, including their running champion. Sophie didn't know that a girl had never done this before. The girls cheered along with Thomas, while all the boys looked grumpily at their feet and sulked. Robert was even more angry at Sophie, so she stopped in front of him and said with a serious expression on her face, I notice you're unable to control your body and that you always bump into me. You should, be a, you should see a doctor. All the children started to laugh, and Robert bowed his head in shame. He didn't like being the victim, although Sophie hadn't intended him any harm. When she saw his reaction, she felt concerned and compassion for him. I don't understand why all of you are laughing. It's not funny. He isn't feeling well, so you should leave him alone. From that day on, Robert never bothered her again. He even offered to join in their games and try to become her friend. 
After school, Natalie, Sophie, and Thomas went back home together with Grandpa Good, who had gone to the school to walk back with them and help them from, keep them from any harm. The old man had a worried expression on his face. He said nothing till they got home. I found out around town that a man has been asking about you today at the post office, at the store, at the bakery, and even at Madame Gossip's, the old the town know-it-all. It could be Mr. Jacob. My father might have been able to track my GPS signal. We can't risk waiting for him to come. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go to the fair. You can join me. This way, maybe he'll lose track of you, said Grandpa Good. I would like that very much. It would be great to have many other medallions to sell. After I finish my homework, I would like to carve with you, if that's okay. Sure, that sounds wonderful. Sophie and her friends did their school assignments together, answering some questions. Girls, said Thomas, what do you think of my answer for the second question? I didn't know what to say, so I thought about my mom. Mom baked cakes and loaves of sweet festive bread so that she could eat them and get fat. Natalie couldn't control her laughter. Thomas, I think you want the kids to die laughing again and the teacher to resign. You're so funny. Thomas was happy to lift Natalie's spirits, so he decided not to change the sentence. Even if everyone might laugh at him, he wouldn't be embarrassed this time. He was going to join them if it helped clear up Natalie. Cheer up Natalie. Sophie left them alone and went to help Grandpa Good. Today, she sculpted every even faster. First, she made ten medallions in the shapes of different insects, then vast trays and, and decorations. I was it was impressive how fast she could work. And that is the end of chapter six. And the title of that chapter was Sophie's Learning New Things. I really hope you're enjoying the story. On Monday, we will pick back up at Chapter 7 at the fair. And again, you can find this book on Amazon. It is by author Irina, I-R-I-N-A, Dumitru, D-U-M-I-T-R-U. And it is titled, Sophie, comma, The Robot with a Soul. I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures Facebook and group, uh, both a page and a group. You can also find me on YouTube at Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures, and it's a YouTube channel. Um, so, yes, that's about it. You can visit anchor.fm and sponsor this podcast, or if you're interested in sponsoring any other storytime activities, I do take PayPal and Venmo. You can email me at tfairystorytime at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you have a lovely weekend and we'll be gathering on Monday to read again. Bye!